Living Louder. Living Living Louder. Living Louder. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Living Louder, a podcast where we embrace our imperfections and take a leap of faith into a richer, fuller, more empowered life. I'm your host, Chauncey Renee, and I am so honored to be with you yet another week. As I say every single episode, thank you. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for those ratings that have been coming in. I appreciate every five stars. I appreciate every written review. I appreciate every share on your IG stories. Y'all, y'all really rocking with your girl, okay? Okay? It makes me emotional. Um, I'm not going to do all that right now, but... I am thankful and appreciative for each and every one of you. And speaking of being thankful, this is our gratitude episode. I really, truly took a lot of time to think about who I wanted to bring on to this episode. So um, with that being said, as soon as her name came to mind, I was finally like, yes, this is who I want to talk to. Y'all are going to be so blessed. Her name is Tamika Michelle Thomas. She is amazing. Um, She is someone that I met. We're going to get into the story, but I did meet her doing a life coaching course way back in the day. Well, not way back in the day, but like a a few years ago. Um, And when I think of someone who has embodied gratitude, who truly lives a life of, I mean, just thankfulness and gratefulness every single day. It is Tamika Michelle Thomas. So I am going to have her on the podcast as a guest. And it was so cool just to reconnect. You know, those people that you lose touch with, but you're still on the gram with. So you're you still in touch, but you're not in touch, you know, that type of thing. Um, so it was the first time that we had like really been able to connect after a long time. And y'all are going to hear me like I almost sometimes kind of space out in the conversations because I'm just listening to her talk to me. I felt like she was just talking straight to my soul. Um, and it was a really wonderful conversation. So I hope y'all get out of it as much as I did because I seriously was like, oh my gosh, I need to ask her more questions because I'm just listening. (laughs) Um, so you'll get a little glimpse inside of that interview in a second. But as you know what we got to do, we're going to start off this episode with a little good news. Let's do it. Hey, 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 let's start it off with some good news. Our good news for this week comes to us from Instagram account Love What Matters, which is a fabulous account. So some of you may have already heard of this story, but I loved it. So it is about a woman. She was out shopping with her mom and her sister, and she had her baby with her. And I identified with this lady because uh, she said that she will just talk to random people like at the store and just insert herself into different conversations that have 
have nothing to do with her. Um, just being a friendly person. And um, <laughs> so I was like, yes, sis, I understand. Same. Uh, so she said that she does this often while she's out and about doing her thing. And as they were shopping, they walked past the Ugg store and she saw two gentlemen standing outside the store. And so she just turned to them uh, just offhandedly and was like, hey, if you're shopping for your girl, uh, she's going to want these Ugg boots right here. And she was like, yep, these are the same ones that I've been asking for for five years now. And she just kind of started to walk away. And the guy shouted after her. He's like, wait, you've been asking for these boots for five years? And then he saw that she had a baby with her too. And he was like, and you have a baby? Hold on one second. Y'all, this man went in and bought those Ugg boots for her just out of the kindness of his heart. And um, his daughter was with him and she had mentioned to this lady that her dad was actually an orphan and he had made something out of his life and he always wants to just bless other people. And so the gentleman had said, just pay it forward. And she got to walk away with a brand new pair of boots. And y'all, I love this story because it's just two kind people that just synced up. The universe just paired them together to be a blessing to each other. Um, You know, she's just chatting, chatting it up being a friendly person and he's doing what he does best too is just blessing other people financially. It just spoke to me wherever you're at in life, whether it's you just saying a kind word, you just smiling, being friendly, or you have the financial means to bless others, whatever you have, work it because you just never know how the universe is going to bless you. And especially during like this holiday season, it's so cool to know that whatever you have, you can always give. You can always give. You can always be a blessing. So if those pockets ain't deep right now, which I truly understand, you can bless others with a smile, with a friendly conversation. But man, if those pockets run deep, buy a girl some Uggs, you know? (laughs) Moral of the story, buy somebody some Uggs. All right, I'm so excited to get into this interview. So we're about to do it, y'all. All right, it is about that time for me to introduce our guest. Again, her name is Tamika Thomas. You can find her on Instagram as Tamika, T-A-M-I-K-A, underscore Thomas underscore. Uh, She also has a podcast, Tuesday with Tamika. You can find that anywhere uh, you're listening to this podcast. You can find it. And she is an author. She's a speaker and she's a life coach as well. I think you're really going to enjoy everything that she has to say. Her story is amazing. And I don't want to, you know, I don't want to spoil anything. So I just want to get right into it. You can find all of her socials and everything like that in the show notes of this podcast so just scroll right on up and you'll see everything there all right y'all miss tamika thomas hi tamika hi how are you (laughs) it's so good to finally like talk to you like this (laughs) i know i know it's been so long so i was just thinking i feel like we first met about six years ago and it's yeah. one of those things where, like, this is our first, like, face-to-face conversation, well, over Zoom, you know, <laughs> but, like, <laughs> our first conversation, like, since then, but we've been so active on Instagram and Facebook and everything, it just feels like we've been 
still so tight, still so connected. Yeah, you know, I that first initial meeting, it was three of us. And yes. I, I mean, it was a lot of us, but it was three of us that really like connected on like a soul level. Yes. And I still speak to the other young lady too. Yeah. Like she's, and I'm like, she's like a low key celebrity. So I always feel so cool when she like <laughs> likes my stuff. <laughs> you oh, know? It's so and then the, right. And then the same with you, like just watching you like grow and evolve. I think you were maybe one of the youngest ones I in was. that coaching program that we did together. Yes. And I've seen you like, I just, you know, I'll be watching. I'll be like a big Same. sister just watching. <laughs> Same. <laughs> so I met Tamika um, when we were both in a life coaching certification program. And that was back in 2014, um, facilitated by Celia Ward Wallace. And um, there was, yeah, like Tamika said, there was a, a group of us, but she paired us all up and there was an odd number. So it just so happened that she put me, Tamika, and another young lady, Courtney Simmel, all in a little group together. And the three of us just bonded because it was two days of like a lot of soul searching and in the process of being able to learn how to help other people recognize their gifts and what they wanted out of life. We had to go through that process first. Right. <laughs> so, I mean, who better to go through that process with than someone like you, Tamika? <laughs> Thank you so much. I, I just remember how intense that was. I think that, mm -hmm. that that weekend, I know all of us, there were like so many light bulb moments. And just yeah. for me in particular, I was like, bro, I'm a healer. Like it, mm. it like really like resonated with me that I had the gift of healing mm -hmm. and growing up in like organized religion and traditional religion. Mm -hmm. I always thought like a healer was somebody that laid hands and their <laughs> leg grew or their, yeah. you know, this yeah. or that. <laughs> yes. you know, but I didn't realize like the ability to touch people like in their emotions yes. and their, you know, to teach them to, you know, love themselves. Like mm -hmm. I'm actually doing healing work. So that was, it was amazing. And just a quick story about that yeah. program. I remember like Googling because I'm like, I know that I'm called to do this life coaching. And at that time, six years ago, life coaching was like popping, but it, it was new. It was, very it was newer. New. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And so I was like, I just Googled and Celia was the first person that came up and she's dope. Like she's amazing. <laughs> she's a dope soul. She and I, I just feel like we were so lucky to have that program at that time yes. with you and Courtney yeah. and like all the other amazing humans that were in that course. It was, it was really life-changing and it really propelled me into the work that I do now. Absolutely. So tell me a little bit about that. What kind of work are you doing right now and what type of population do you tend to gravitate towards? Yeah. So I, I tend to, I, I feel like this work is something that calls you, right? Mm, so you can, yes. there's many people that go into it and then they end up um, not succeeding because, uh -huh. right. They just, it's, it's not, they want to do it and they do it for all the wrong reasons. But for me, I'm called to women that are, women are called to me that are in a transition mm. that are going through um, healing. So whether it's relationship, mm -hmm. um, a job, religion, you know, like if they're transitioning out of like 
organized religion or something like that, or um, they've uh, gotten a divorce or they, they want to change jobs or change careers. Like mm-hmm. those women come to me mm. and typically they have a lot of childhood trauma that I'm able to recognize mm-hmm. and we're able to work through. And, um, I, I take them through a very intensive six week program, um, called a restored and I help restore them into self-love through teaching them, uh, radical self-love, radical gratitude, because those are the things that I've used personally to become the woman that I am today. That is so beautiful. And <laughs> you are someone who just truly, truly cares about other people and just that motherly, like that maternal love just kind of like wraps you all up in there. Um, and that's so beautiful. You know, it's so interesting to be able to focus on people who are in transition, like you have kind of found that niche, people who want to go from like one stage to the next and just need that little extra push, that little extra guidance. Uh, I could just totally see how, how that works and how that's such a good fit for someone like you. Oh, thank you so much. I often tell people, so a little backstory mm-hmm. is I'm the oldest of 11. So I have 10 younger brothers oh and sisters. <laughs> so, right. <laughs> and then I got a whole lot of kids. I have yeah. uh, me and my husband together. We have eight. We're a blended family of eight. So mm-hmm. I, I have this thing and I've always had it. And I, I, you know, I'm, I'm hearing in my spirit, you know, that there's people that are listening that are like, Oh, I wish I could find my purpose. And I wish I, Mm. you know, a lot of time it's, it's just who you are. Like, you know, we search so deeply for Mm. like this, right. We, 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 we we do this and do it, doing all the things, right. Mm -hmm. Searching. And Mm -hmm. it's like, it's just who you are. It's who you were created to be. So I've always been like this nurturer and this mother and this, you know, and, and I feel like God, like perfectly designed my life mm. in order because he knew 20 years from now, 30 years, you know, when I was that little girl going through my own transitions, going through my own hurt, going through my own trauma. And sometimes we wonder why, but it was yeah. for such a time as this for yeah. me to be able to mother other women. And I'm so blessed because I have women that are like in their fifties and they're right. that are older than me, but I, because it's me. Like yes. there's no fake, you know, I'm a little old, so there ain't no fake nope. in the funk, right? <laughs> I, use, I still use 90 slang. <laughs> With pride too. I'm With like, oh, pride, yeah. <laughs> right. So there's, there's no faking. There's no, and it's amazing yeah. because when people meet me offline, mm-hmm. they're like, bro, this is your, this is really you. And I'm like, mm-hmm. you have to be in order to do this work. I believe that there's two things that you have to have. And a lot of people struggle with, and that's authenticity and transparency. Like mm-hmm. I feel like my story it may be tea for some people, but it's a testimony for me. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's, it's mm-hmm. to help. I, I share it all. I've been told that I'm an oversharer, but me, oh, <laughs> no such thing. No, no such, such thing. thing. Yeah. Right. Because me oversharing, I have literally had young girls like get in my DM. Like mm-hmm. I was about to commit suicide. And then I ran across a post or a, a video or something that you did. So mm-hmm. I'm like, share your own sister. I'm going to yes. keep sharing, you know, yes. and I'm going to continue to mother um, in this virtual space. And mm-hmm. when people are able to meet me and I'm blessed to enough to meet people 
in person, it's the same. Like this is Tamika. This is who yes. I am. <laughs> yes. You know, being able to be a light for other people and to demonstrate, like you said, you don't have to go out of your way to search for your purpose or what you you know, want to do or want to be, it's like, it is who you are and you are embodying that message. You're mm-hmm. like, this is who I am. So let me just take who I am one step further. And it's, I mean, the fruits of your labor are just everywhere. Oh. You could just see it and it's amazing. So tell me a little bit about your backstory. Like, how did you get from where you were to where you are now? Yeah. So, you know, um, I believe parts of my story definitely um, have to do with my childhood. Mm -hmm. So growing up, um, being the oldest of 11, my parents were actually 15 and 16 years old when they had me. Oh my goodness. So, right. So just younger parents. Just babies too. Just babies themselves. And so, you know, without getting into all the the, the grime and everything, you can imagine the trauma that I experienced, you know, Mm -hmm. Uh, very shortly after my mom had me, she became addicted to drugs. Mm. And um, so I grew up in this environment that was, Um, I often talk about like soil, right? And the soil that we're cultivated in. I was cultivated in like trauma and drugs and gangs and all these things. And, but within me, I feel like there were these two seeds simultaneously growing. So there was this seed of like self-doubt and self-pity and self-hate and self, but then there was also this seed of resiliency and Mm -hmm. the seed of resiliency, they were like twins growing up together. And if anybody is a twin or if they know anybody that are twins, there's often um, similarities, but then there's often one twin that, you know, they'll say like the good twin, the bad twin. There's one mm-hmm. twin that kind of like um, outgrows the other. Yeah. So I'm lucky enough that I had people around me that fostered that resiliency seed, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. although I still have the seed of self-doubt, self-hate, all those seeds, I also have that resiliency seed. And I've learned to grow, to, you know, water that, to nurture that, to cultivate that seed. Yes. And so in doing so, it really helped me overcome, you know, the molestations, the the, the just mm. trauma that I've went through. Um, I was six years old um, and I got hit by a car because my mom was like in debt by her connect, you know? Um, oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. So there's just, just so much stuff. And I remember... Um, when I got hit by that car, waking up, and of course I wanted my mom and she she didn't come to the hospital, but my principal came and he was one of those people that nourished Mm. that seed of resiliency because I was a quote unquote bad kid, but I was bad because of my, the the soil that I was, right? That I was being cultivated in, but he knew, he saw something in me. So he cultivated that seed. Um, I was blessed enough. Last night I was actually like um, thinking about, the seed, the soil that I was cultivated in. And I used to say like the words of that come out of our mouth are so important. I used to Mm. say like I was taken away um, because at eight years old, um, I was removed from my mom's home. And so I used to, you know, I had this narrative, this Mm -hmm. narrative of I was taken away, I was taken away. But now I'm like, I was rescued, bro. Mm. Like I was saved, you know, I was, because I wouldn't be who I was if I continued to grow in that soil. Mm -hmm. You know, I know that there's people that, um, make it out of that, those circumstances, but they're slim, you know? So 
but I was uh, removed from my mom's home at eight and placed with my father. Um, and he had his own set of things. He was sure. great, but he had his own <laughs> set of things. And yeah. from there, like I grew up very fast, um, got married at 18, y'all. Wow. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to Auntie Tamika, don't do it. Right. <laughs> so I got married at 18 years old. Um, had my first son at 18. So then mm-hmm. I repeated that cycle of being mm-hmm. a teen mom, right? And that often happens. We do what we see, not what people tell us to do. Correct. So I, um, and then I had another son and then lots of, man, we will be in here all day, girl. You wanted to catch up. Listen, <laughs> we'll be on here all day. If I told you <laughs> just the stories, you know, but I, yeah. I've learned again to, I, I, so, so something that I really want to the audience to resonate with is mm. we all have a story. Everybody mm-hmm. has a story, right? But I'm a firm believer that we hold the pen. Yes, so we yeah. can rewrite, right? And we can cross it. stuff out and reframe mm-hmm. it and 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 readjust, you know, readjust it. So I look at everything from my son being born, my, my second oldest was born at 26 weeks, weighing one pound, nine ounces. Oh my gosh. Extreme preemie, right? Yes. Um, he passed away like four times and they had to revive him. Like, all, and, and mind you, I'm 21 years old without mm. a mother because my mm-hmm. mother wasn't capable of mothering me. So I didn't have anyone to like show me the ropes and I right. just had to learn, you know? And then my, my daughter, um, Amaya, she's a twin. Her twin passed at birth. So I had to go through that. Mm-hmm. And I now look at all these things in my, my story, my stroke at 32 years old, right? Like yes. all these major things that I went through. I look at them as treasures. I look at them like, wow, how blessed am I to have gone through that? Now, it took some time. I ain't going to lie. I was Mm -hmm. on the why me train for a long time. It's a very easy train to be on. Yeah. (laughs) And it feels, it's comfortable. (laughs) It's very comfortable on that train. (laughs) And then, girl, you get to get people to co-sign with you. So they partner with you and they ride with you. Absolutely. They're serving drinks and everything. want to get off of that train (laughs) (laughs) so I've had to learn I had to get off it's like I say there's times that we rent in spaces and everyone Mm. knows that our renters you can you can have like a month-to-month lease a year Mm. or you know a month-to-month so you can rent you can lease or you can buy I've Mm. learned to no longer buy in self-pity and self-doubt and and the why me I don't buy there I just there's times where I take rent and I might need to stay a month I might need to stay a week I might need to stay because I do believe that we need to honor our feelings and honor Mm -hmm. the things that we're going through but don't buy there Mm -hmm. right so Mm -hmm. I got off that train I I didn't take in any real estate I'm like I'm not buying here and I've learned to turn all my trials into treasures like literally because I feel like because I am a light because I am like I feel like I wear this sign that says I will help you even in the grocery (laughs) store girl because you will I mean (laughs) of course because Sure. Well, in fact, it's almost like a radar that I'm looking for people yes, like, yeah. is there an old lady that needs help? Is there a yeah. little kid that needs help? <laughs> And so because of that, um, 
I have to, like you, you said something that was key about being the light. And one thing about people that are light bearers, and I know if you are listening to this podcast, you are mm-hmm. definitely a light bearer yeah. because you don't consume this type of information mm-hmm. unless you have it within you. And the thing about light bearers is we have to make sure as we're giving our light, we're also keeping our light on. Mm -hmm. So you have to practice self-care. You have to learn how to um, no longer rent in places or lease in places that no longer serve you. It's okay to move. It's okay to, you know, distance yourself. Like those things are okay because if you don't, you can't be the light if you don't have your own light on. Absolutely. So let's talk a little bit about that because I love that analogy of renting, leasing, buying. What are some ways or some techniques that people can use to getting off of that train? Because it's, especially someone like you, and this is why, because you're an expert, (laughs) right? You had a lot of stuff happen to you and you were able to turn those things and like transmute and reframe. How were you able to do that, Tamika? Oh, goodness. First of all, it takes a lot of work. You know, I would be lying to your audience if I said, you know, just forget about it or, you know, there's a (laughs) lot of like experts that give us like this woo woo type stuff. But Mm -hmm. I there are some practices like some practices that you can absolutely do. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that I do is I often take inventory because like you said, um, we have people that jump on that train with us, right? Yeah, we have people yeah. that'll serve us drinks. They'll give us a comfy little blanket. <laughs> they'll make sure that we good, right? <laughs> and mm-hmm. so what I have to do often, and I do it like maybe every six months, quarterly, mm-hmm. you know, um, some people may need to start with like once a month, um, but I take inventory. I, I take inventory that. of the people that I mm-hmm. surround myself with. Mm-hmm. And so in doing so, MIT did a phenomenal study years ago where they said that you are the sum total of the five people that you spend your time with. Mm -hmm. So we know with coronavirus and not only with coronavirus, but just the, the, way that we operate in our world it's mm-hmm. it's really not um face to face it's virtually you know it's through text it's through snapchat it's through instagram it's through mm-hmm. these social platforms so i take inventory like okay is this person always posting just some raggedy mean you know yeah. depressing stuff because <laughs> uh-huh. if so they're and and you know the algorithm will will put let us we'll see the same thing over and over and over so mm. if those top five people are posting stuff that feed our uh struggle bus that feed yeah. our you know that train then it's time to remove that person because then you're going to be the six you're going to be posting that negative content mm-hmm. you're going to be on that why me train you're going to be doing that thing so i tell people take inventory there's mm. energy drainers and there's energy givers. If you have energy drainers in your life, you have to, you know, and I don't believe in cutting people off. I just believe in growing. Yeah. You grow and then they'll fall off, right? But sometimes it's that true. means you have to distance yourself. That means yeah. you have to put up boundaries. You have to do certain things. One of the other things that I I do personally, um, so that I don't have a case of the why nots or the why me or the why, you know, is I journal like mm. I am like journaling queen. I have stacks and stacks and stacks of journal. And there's one process that I would like to, you know, share with your audience. Please. Yeah. Yeah. And so I do this thing where I write out all the crap, like all the BS, right? Mm-hmm. So you're ugly, you're you know, those those things that we don't like to talk about, yeah, right? But, but they're up there. 
but they're up there, right? Yeah. Those negative self-talks. So you're ugly, you're fat, you're, you're dumb. Ain't nobody going to buy your next program. Why are you even doing this? Like all that stuff. I, mm-hmm. I write it out mm-hmm. and then I leave a space. So I make spaces. Mm-hmm. I write it out either in pencil or like, you know, um, blue pen, black pen, and then I get a red pen. And after mm-hmm. I write, I, but I dump it, I dump it all. Then I leave a space and then I write, I cross it out in my red pen cross mm-hmm. it out in my red pen. And for me, because um, I'm, I'm a church girl, right? So I'm like, that's the blood of Jesus. That's what that represents for me. So I cross it out. In that, I cross it out in that red pen, but then that space that I left underneath, I rewrite that story. So mm-hmm. if it's your ugly, cross that out. No, you're not. Cancel, clear, delete. That's one of the things that I do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, back in the day when computers first came out, you would have to hit control, alt, delete, right? Mm-hmm. So that like totally wiped everything out. So mm-hmm. for me, I say cancel, clear, delete. So I cancel, clear, delete. I cross that thing out and then I rewrite it. So no, oh, Tamika, wow. you're beautiful. You're fearfully in of female. You're not fat girl. You just listen, you, you thick, you thick with it, right? You got a body, yaddy, 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 yaddy. <laughs> Right. Or I, you know, you're not, you're not. And I, I don't, I never write anything. I try not to write anything that um, is negative attached to me. So once mm-hmm. I, I dump all that stuff, but the thing of it is, is as long as it's up here, as long as it's in your head and it's floating around, it's, it's taken residence. It's, yes. it's property. It's there. Yeah. So yeah. you have to release it. You have to get it out. So I dump it all out and then I cross it out. And then I'm like, no, this is who you are. I yeah. have the power to say who I am. I have the power to rewrite my life and to, mm-hmm. and to say who I want to be. Sometimes it may not. I don't believe even in the narrative of faking it to we make it. I believe mm. if I have that desire that this is who, then that's who I am. It just hasn't come yet. Right. Mm -hmm. So I don't say I'm broke. I just say my funds ain't agreeing with me today. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Um, But there's power in that. There's There's power power in that. And I'm not being fake. I'm just saying like, because it's there. Because it's true. If that's true. the truth, both, both are true. And you can choose the words that you're going to say to help facilitate that, you know, what you want to come to you. Absolutely. I love the journaling exercise. I think it's fantastic. That just makes so much sense to me to try to be as authentic and transparent with honoring your feelings and honoring those negative, dark thoughts and you, doing something as powerful as just canceling them out, but at least you're getting them out of your system. Yes. You know, and I think that is why so many people keep hitting brick walls and keep saying mm-hmm. sucks because we don't want to stay honest, even mm-hmm. with ourselves. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. do not, this world has taught us to filter it up, mm-hmm. right? To put a filter on everything that you do. Um, when I work with clients, they'll, all, you know, they'll start getting into the story of things. And then they'll say things like, you know, my dad was a piece of crap, but it's okay because he, and I always tell them, mm-hmm. no, don't mm-hmm. edit, stop mm-hmm. editing your story. This mm-hmm. was crap. That thing that happened was crap. It sucked. It Because as long as we continue to edit the story, it's hard mm-hmm. to rewrite it. Tamika, you've had so many different transitions in your life, which I feel like is why you're, you work so well with people who are in transition. Um, and I know on the gram, you talk a lot about your married life. What was that transition like? <laughs> you can't see her y'all, but she's shimmying. She's happy for real, for real, because that was involuntary. <laughs> 
<laughs> so what was that transition like for you going from, you know, you had your, your first marriage and then there was that time that you were alone and then, well, not alone, but that time that you were single and then meeting someone, a partner that like really, really resonates with you in your life now. Yes, man. It was, I mean, right now, like she said, I was doing a little shoulder shimmy y'all because <laughs> I am so like, it is so amazing to find mm -hmm. someone that is like truly the yin to your yang, you know, mm -hmm. that, and I'm not going to like front and say like, it's always great, but it is, sure. it's so good. Like it mm. is so good. And it took me a long time because of the trauma and just to be like, it's okay. It's okay to be happy. It's okay to, you know, have peace, to have love. It's okay for somebody to look at you because that's me. You know, all the things that my husband possess, I have them within me. You know, I yeah. have like just, just, just unlike deniable love for people yeah. like without any, um, I'm not looking for anything. It's like, I just love you because, mm -hmm. and I've always been that person, but now to receive it, it's kind of a trip. Right? It's wow. like, like, gosh, I'm receiving what I get out. And I, I feel like the world are, yeah, the world, it's a boomerang, right? So whatever mm -hmm. you throw out, eventually it's going to come back to you. Mm -hmm. But I can tell you uh, for all my single ladies, all the single ladies. Hey, that's me. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> In that period of time of me being single, I went back to the journaling. So I did something. Mm -hmm. I don't share this with a lot of people, but girl, you special. Spill the tea, girl. <laughs> So I want to share, you know, there's um, Sierra and Russell William Wilson. They, everyone talks about like this prayer that she yeah. to, like manifest Russell. And before I even heard about that, so I was single for six years. I had like mm -hmm. a long period of time um, being single. Actually, it was like eight or nine years with just mm -hmm. me and my kids. I had three kids um, and I would on a regular basis, I had one journal that was dedicated to my husband. Didn't have mm. a husband in sight. I was dating, a, a, you know, casually dating, sure. um, but it wasn't anything, nobody that I was bringing home to my kids or nothing right. like that. But I would, at the end of every single day, I had this journal and I'm thinking about releasing it or either mm. creating a journal to help women, single women that are going through this transition. Um, mm -hmm. And I would uh, write to him as if, we were sitting across at the dinner table, like talking wow. and I would be like, and this chick at work and this and this, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, giving it to him. And then I would yeah. tell him how, um, I can at the end of every journal entry, I would write until we meet, right. Mm -hmm. And so I would sign it until we meet. And then I started doing, I never had the list. I, I had the list in the beginning, but I felt like the, the list was restrictive. Yeah. I feel like the list and, and, I'm here to tell folks, throw away that list. We have mm -hmm. this list, like we want him to be six to 200 pounds. And yeah, yeah. If that's what's on the list, please throw it away. <laughs> so there's some good lists and there's some lists like that where I'm like, okay, girl, well. <laughs> I started talking about his character. You know, I yeah. said, I want somebody that is going to love my children as their own. I want somebody that's going to love me and just take me mm. for who I am. And I, I would say that to him, like, um, in this journal, you know, before meeting him, I would write these things to him. Mm -hmm. And it's so crazy because a couple of months at the beginning of this year, actually, I finally showed it to him and I was you like, hadn't showed it to I him. I had yet. not showed it. Oh <laughs> my gosh. To me. 
That's so, so crazy to yes. me. I showed you. Wait, you've been married for how long now? For three years. We've been married for three years. Yes. That's blowing my mind. Okay. <laughs> and I had something was like unctioning me to like show him. And so I pulled it out and I was like nervous. And I'm like, yeah. what is he going to think that I did like a voodoo spell or something? Right. <laughs> There's like a lock of his hair that falls out. <laughs> And so I showed, and me and him, we were like in tears because the things that I was writing, like they're here, you know, or the things that I was saying to him or telling him, you know, I would say like, and and we, we're going to take our kids here. And I even said things like, um, I love your kids as you never dated mm-hmm. a man with children, never, mm-hmm. but I like something and that something is that seed, you know, that yes. seed of resiliency that I yeah. was talking about. Like I was talking to him as if I already knew him mm-hmm. and it's so amazing. Cause we go back from time to time and we'll just crack up. He's like, girl, you are something else. Because you are I something. <laughs> truly like manifesting you manifested him I did our story and I'll just give you guys a little snippet so I did the journaling and then um the first date he took me to the chart house it's in um Huntington Beach like overlooking the what beautiful beautiful oh my gosh okay first of all great first date great right okay right right off the bat (laughs) right off the bat like 10 points ahead of like literally every <laughs> right it wasn't oh, no like sizzler it wasn't no dimmies it was correct like, <laughs> and and, so, and that, there's nothing wrong with those things but I was at a place that I felt like I deserved you that, deserved right? that yeah and then I so I prayed and I'm like okay God if he's the one he's gonna mm-hmm. come with flowers because I had never been like greeted on a date with flowers so that's just mm-hmm. something that I wanted And so I get to the date and, you know, super Tamika, which is all spiritual and all like (laughs) calling in the light and blah, 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 (laughs) right? I'm like ready and I'm, you know, he, so we get there and he has no flowers. And so Tamika, Tamika is like this. (laughs) <laughs> you were like I manifested flowers okay I had flowers on my desk for a week before this like, <laughs> like and it's not here deal, right and so so he's not the one he's not the one immediately right I go to that <laughs> negative and then he he throughout the day so I'm like whatever I'm just gonna enjoy this because I never been to no chart house so I'm about yes. to enjoy this <laughs> enjoy this date and if it doesn't happen it doesn't happen and so halfway through our dinner the waitress comes and she pre- presents me with this box. And I'm like, what is this? And I open it up and then he whispers to me, some women think that they need flowers on the first date. You oh. deserve a lot more. Oh, listen. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Wait. Listen, if I, I, I'm like, I need a lifetime movie with just this. It was you're like I, I do I do I do I do I do like there's nothing else to say <laughs> you're like searching for the ring oh my god it was so amazing so he presented me with three gifts during that um dinner and he he it was things that like I needed it wasn't things that mm-hmm. you just think you want right so he presented me with like a purse a, a shirt for a, like a blouse for my speaking engagement he knows that I like to work oh. out so something to work out in a while it was so thoughtful it was oh so intentional wow. and yeah like there's so much more to to that date that was just like mind-blowing and then yeah. ladies because 
we serve our, you know, God really does want to give us the desires of our heart. Mm. So in into that, he also had flowers delivered to my job the next day without oh. me even knowing. Right? I never <laughs> told him the flower prayer. I, I don't yeah. think I still haven't told him to this day, the flower prayer that I gave, oh but it's gosh. just, um, I, I'm sharing all that to say, mm-hmm. you know, this is the same girl that was broken. This is mm-hmm. the same girl that had those traumas, that had those things that happened. But mm-hmm. if we just continue to trust the process, if we continue mm-hmm. to do the work, like I know and where we're sitting at in it, when you're in it, it's really hard to see the bigger picture. You know, it's mm-hmm. really hard to see the outcome. It's like when you're watching a movie, the actor is actors and actresses they know the plot twist but us watching it mm-hmm. we don't know the ending of the movie we could speculate we can think we could assume because it looks like something that we've experienced before but mm-hmm. if we just truly sit back trust the process and enjoy mm-hmm. what's happening in life it can be in happily ever after but you have to do the work that's amazing. That's so beautiful. And Tamika, honestly, that's one of the reasons that I wanted to interview you for this week, especially, you know, moving into a season of gratitude. And I was seriously thinking, I'm like, who is one of the most grateful people that I know? Tamika. Oh. Tamika, like you were the person that came to my mind as probably the most grateful person that I know. So mm-hmm. I would love to hear just how gratitude has played a role in your life? Oh, you know, it, it, it makes me emotional because I wish, you know, this is something that I wish I could like put on a billboard or I could have a commercial. Like even if they gave me an infomercial, I would take it, you know, (laughs) and just tell people like gratitude, like the attitude of gratitude, like Mm. truly, truly produces success and whatever success means to you. Right. Mm -hmm. So for the last 10 years of my life, I've done a practice and I really, really would encourage people to take this practice. So I have to hop in really quick. As you guys know, every episode we do at the very end, a call to action. This is the part of the episode where we talk about how we can integrate in practical ways something that we've learned from this week. Well, As you guys are hearing, Tamika is full of practical advice and this portion of the interview I just loved. And so I'm actually going to put this part as our call to action. It's a call to action. Action. And every morning I get up and I I set time and I know sometimes it's really hard, especially when we're, you know, in the LA area or these metropolitan areas where we're kind of like going, going, going. But I, I write five things. I used to do 10 things, um, but then my life shifted. And so I have all the babies and have all the folks. You got eight kids and a puppy. Okay. Yes, and a puppy. (laughs) So now I I write five things that I'm grateful for. And Mm -hmm. so in doing so, I've manifested. I mean, you guys, I can tell you crazy, crazy stories. Mm -hmm. I was doing this when me and my children, me and my three children lived in a two bedroom apartment. Me and my daughter was sharing a twin bed. There Mm -hmm. were many times that I didn't have enough food to feed them. 
or, and me. So I chose mm -hmm. to feed them. So I would tell them things like I'm on a diet just so they wouldn't worry about mommy, you know? Mm -hmm. So, but in though, in those very hard, hard moments, I would still say, I'm thankful for my million dollar business. I would use the hashtag mm -hmm. million dollar mindset. Didn't even have a dollar in my bank mm -hmm. account. Right. But mm -hmm. I would just say, I'm grateful for the million. I would, I would project things and I would yeah. manifest things. I would say for five years straight, I wrote, I'm thankful for my five bedroom home. I'm thankful for my five bedroom home. Why did uh, I choose five bedroom? I don't know, but guess what? Right now I'm sitting in my five bedroom home, <laughs> right? Like, you know, mm. I would say I'm thankful for my husband. I'm thankful for my husband, no husband in sight, but mm -hmm. I have an amazing husband. You know, I'm thankful for love, peace, and joy. And the other thing is, it's just not materialistic. You know, I've learned to be grateful for me. I think mm. it's so easy to look at the extra, um, the stuff outside of us, you know, the yeah. house, the car, the job, the this, the friends, the family, and that's beautiful. We need to make yeah. sure that we're grateful for those things. But I also started to say, like, I'm grateful for those hard things that happened to me. I'm grateful for these big old legs because mm. they have carried me throughout <laughs> my life. You know, I'm grateful for this big forehead that people teach me about, <laughs> right? Because because now I look at all the America's Next Top Models and they mm. got these big old foreheads, right? I'm thankful Trendsetter. For <laughs> I'm thankful for these cheekbones that took me years to embrace. And now I see people getting plastic surgery oh, yes. to have cheekbones to look just like, like mine, you. right? Yeah. I'm thankful for the gray hair. I'm thankful for the feet. Like I, I literally, and, and that's what I want people in this season of mm. Thanksgiving and, and, and gratefulness we can easily say we're grateful for the car we're grateful for the home we're grateful for the food in our refrigerator and those mm -hmm. are things that we definitely need to be grateful for but also look within yourself because mm -hmm. if you don't find gratitude with who you are as a person right if you don't find gratitude with your story with your struggle if you don't find gratitude with just who you are as a mm -hmm. person it's really hard to look outward it's so hard and, and that's not being authentic and you're not honoring yourself you're not mm -hmm. honoring who you are as a person so i would encourage everybody for this next couple of days until we get up to thanksgiving make like every single day get pen and paper you don't have to go out and find no fancy journal you know go get a notebook from the 99 cent store from the directory right. and write what you're thankful for so write at least two things that you have presently presently, right? So your home, your mm. car, and then write two things that you are like about yourself, you know, mm -hmm. I'm grateful for my smile, you know, people may tell you like, you have a beautiful smile, they love your eyes, or they the way you think, right? Some of mm. us, we think outside the box, and, and we like, get mad at ourselves for that. Like, oh, I wish I thought like everybody else. No, be grateful for that. Be grateful mm. for those things, your character traits. And mm -hmm. then I want you to the last thing if you're doing five, manifest. I'm grateful for that, for my bae, right? If you guys yes. in mind, you know, I'm grateful for the, maybe you want bigger, you want more, you know, I'm grateful for my job. I'm grateful for my million dollar company. Right now I'm, I'm writing that I'm grateful for my real estate company. Don't even Ooh. got the credit score to get the real estate company, mm. but it's coming. Listen, it's yeah. coming, you know, that's so exciting. I'm, yeah. So I'm writing the things I'm projecting. So I want you guys to do that, you know, and, and I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you if, if mm. I can at some point get in contact with Tyler Perry or somebody and write a story <laughs> <laughs> about my life, yes, yes. it has, that has been like my foundation. That has mm. been the thing that has grounded me. And that has been the thing that has kept me sane, even in my darkest hours, even in my hardest times, I just, 
remain grateful. I just felt like this can't be it. This can't mm. be the way my story ends. Mm -hmm. So I'm just going to be grateful. And I'm going to say that these things are happening. And literally, mm -hmm. I have this um, one journal that I wrote 500 things that I'm grateful for or 500 mm. things that I want to do. And literally, I've started crossing them out. One of them is like, I'm grateful for my trip to Hawaii. Mm. That done before. Yeah, I'm grateful for mm. this. Did that, you know, I'm grateful to be able to take my children to an NFL game. My boys are big football fans and mm -hmm. players. done did that like mm. but writing it down and saying that I'm grateful for it helped it come to pass that's amazing that's amazing and one thing that I'm hearing from you is that that key element of the self-acceptance you know even going back to that journaling exercise of accepting your negative thoughts and putting it out there that's really important to be able to move on to the next step and accepting you know, yourself enough to be grateful for who you are, mm -hmm. that, that having that, uh, how you're saying, like, say, I'm grateful for your, my smile, I'm grateful for my forehead or whatever, that, that key element is really important because it, it starts within. Yes. And then without. Yes. Girl, you speaking to me. I'm, yes. look, you see me taking notes. <laughs> look, at, look at me manifesting my free coaching session. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> But for those of you who do want to hear more from Tamika and um, kind of gain some more of that one-on-one -on -one wisdom from her, you can absolutely do that. She has a phenomenal coaching program. Um, you can also find her website, TuesdayWithTamika.com. Now, speaking of gratitude, Tamika is an author and she has two books. One, if you want to hear her life story, uh, From Crutches to Stairs, where you get like a more in-depth look into her life. We're going to need a part two for that, sis. Yes, yes. And you know, the, the great thing about Crutches to Stairs when I released it, I guess this journaling thing has always been in me and I didn't even realize it. Mm. So I tell the story and then I coach or I have the women, mm. you know, right? Or men is men as well. I do have male readers, but it's predominantly women that come to me. Um, I have them write out. So there's questions that can really help them to stretch them. And so that mm. I love that book and some of mm. one of my favorite stories. So those of you that are interested in the book, I'll give you a little snippet. One of my favorites is the 37 cent birthday. And I talk about a time I all literally all I had was 37 cents. Mm. And I threw my son a whole birthday party, like wow. a whole birthday party on 37 cents. And it was till this day, it was his fourth fourth birthday until this day he talks about remember that like he's 19 oh now and he talks about how fun it was and how amazing it was with 37 cents it's mm. it's beautiful ah oh, beautiful beautiful <laughs> i yes so great yes i have the book y'all it's really good and she also has a gratitude journal so if you are wanting to get more into the practice of gratitude it's a 21 day journal and it's it's awesome it's really great and it's going to help you kind of get into that practice um so i have two of those actually so i get to do the process twice yes <laughs> and the, the thing about the um so the 21 day gratitude journal i made it like a bullet journal because i know mm -hmm. a lot of people have a hard time with like putting their thoughts out there. Right. So yeah. I, I'll tell people journal and they're like, I don't even know where to begin. So mm -hmm. I give you like a thought of the day to focus on. So mm -hmm. focus on positivity, focus on gratitude, focus on transparency. And then how are you going to, and then you, you write what you're grateful for. And then you also write three things that you want to accomplish for the day. 
most people, but especially women, we have, we write these long to-do lists and then we set ourselves up for failure when we don't complete them all. So I say, start with three, just do three things that you want to mm-hmm. complete today. Maybe it's just wash your hair. Cause listen, that's a whole task, especially for us <laughs> people of color. Correct. <laughs> Girl, why do you think I cut mine off? I was like, right. ma'am, no ma'am. <laughs> you want to do and then um there's a little prayer in there to kind of help you stay grounded to help you stay centered and then at the end of the day you go back and you reflect and you write out how was today for you were you positive were you transparent were you so it's a really and it's just really simple and i believe that simple can be powerful sometimes we overcomplicate things i've enjoyed writing in it myself so please check that out and then you can find tamika um on instagram and facebook um so on instagram she has a tuesday with tamika account and she also so that is her podcast y'all so you can get these gems of wisdom every single tuesday um so wherever you're listening to this you can search tuesday with tamika and you will find it there they're taking a little break for november but they will be back um so she's got her show instagram tuesday with tamika on instagram and then uh, you can also follow her personal account tamika underscore thomas underscore I'm going to put all of this in the show notes. So don't, you don't need to write it down. Uh, just scroll up and you'll see everything. And then you can also find her on Facebook as Tamika Thomas. Um, so any last things that you want to add, Tamika? You know, the one thing that I love to leave people with is to live a life to inspire and not impress. When you do that, it takes away like the grind, it takes away the stress, it takes away the worry, because you're just living authentically and transparently. Transparent. So just continue, you guys, to, to be someone that lifts as you climb and to live a life to inspire and not impress. Love, guys. Love it. Love <laughs> it. Thanks, Tamika. Thank you. Bye-bye. Ooh-wee, Tamika, she brought it, y'all. She brought it, and I'm so thankful. I truly, truly hope that y'all were encouraged by her story. Please check out everything that we were talking about, her books and um, her podcast as well. Again, I am going to have all that information in the notes, so feel free to go to her website and check out all of the things. Uh, all of the things that she is putting out there. And I hope y'all have a wonderful week. Thank you for tuning in. This has been Living Louder. I'm so grateful for each one of you. I pray that this holiday season is one that you can enjoy despite everything going on in the world right now. Find your joy, find your happiness. We got this y'all. I will be here next week. As always, uh, thank you for rating, reviewing, for subscribing to the podcast. Um, You can find me at chaunceyrenee.com and online on my IG as Living Louder Podcast. If you would like to donate to the podcast, you can do so on my website on that contact page. Until next time, you know I love you.